Hey everyone, welcome back to Cafecito with Sheena. I am your host, Sheena, and I have a special guest today called, called, <laughs> special guest today named Ceci or Cecilia, however you want to call her. And I brought her on here today because she has an amazing story, not only self-development story, but her professional journey. So welcome, Cecilia. All right. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. <laughs> of course. And just PSA, I've used her services and they're bomb. So I'm putting it out here, even though I haven't given her a formal review, but she's been great, even with the tidbits that she's given me through our conversations. But I definitely wanted to have you on here because not only are you a single mother, you're an entrepreneur and you took a huge leap in your life a few years ago. And I know that I don't know the whole story, so I'll be listening on with everybody else about it because I think it's um, important not only for you to say your story to an audience, but to other single moms out there that are looking to take a leap of faith in the entrepreneurship world. So I'm giving you the mic. I'm in, wow, okay, great. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to keep it short because sometimes it's like, wow, like, it's been, I'm going to say, fully since the beginning of, like, 2018 um, that I've been in my, my you know, self-employed journey, entrepreneurship journey and stuff like that. But um, the biggest leap of faith I took, in my opinion, in my way of putting my life is just um quitting my my job my nine to five job in 2018 in june 1st 2018 to be exact um to dive into real estate when not having a plan um or anything i and previously um the beginning of january of 2018 i decided to take a real estate course of three days and it was a lot and it was just like oh my god like this is exactly what i want to do i want to flip properties i want to just dive into real estate so within those six months of me just you know going to that event it was just me figuring out what i'm gonna do with my life i was currently going to college i was going to college i was going to berkeley college at the moment as well oh my god you went to berkeley yeah and westchester <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say because I, you know, I graduated from Berkeley. Oh yeah, that's so cool. Yes, I, I got my college, but yeah, I was yeah. going to Berkeley. Okay. Um, I used to work in opt for ophthalmology for Montefiore Hospital. Um, okay. But the site that I was working in, it was Harstown, New York. So um, I decided to go to college up there because the the commute of, commute is easier um, from the job to to the school was literally like ten minutes. So I was doing that. So in the midst of going, I was going to college, trying to figure out real estate. I was really trying to get my my license at that moment. So I was doing that as well. And I was just trying to figure out life. Um, at, in the midst of that, it was a big realization because I was working upstate New, um, Hartsdale, New, New York um, as a technician. And I have applied to supervisor precision because I was already doing the supervisor precision and the supervisor mm -hmm. that was pre previously there had left. So since I was already doing everything, I wanted to decide, like I decided to take, you know, um, to go into the interview, take, you know, take that role on and, you know, move forward in life. And when I went to the interview, she was like, you know, at the end of the day, there isn't, um, there, the budget isn't there for me, for us to hire. 
I'm like, okay, that's great. However, I am doing all of the qualities. I am doing all of the roles as a supervisor. So, you know, it would be nice to get compensated. They were saying not at the moment. So that was like my biggest motivation to dive into real estate. Because once I went to the event, I already knew there was no cap in how much you can actually make in real estate. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that kind of put the fuel in my back. Like, I'm quitting. So I I just put in my termination on June 1st and, um, you know, they were upset. They were like, I couldn't, I can't believe this and all this stuff. Everyone that comes back, everyone that leaves always comes back. Those are the words that my they told you. Yes. And I'm like, you know, thank you for telling me that because I won't be the one to come back. And yeah. um, I think that was like my fuel and then everything to 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 dive into what what I do. You know, at the end of the day, I didn't have a plan, but I did have um, the confidence that if it didn't work out, I I have the work ethic. I, I always mm-hmm. work ethic. My you know my parents always were. They both immigrants. They both came from Dominican Republic, and one thing that my dad always you know instilled in me is like work hard you know at the end of the day whatever you want to do like work hard go to school do what you got to do but work ethic was always instilled in me and i've been working since the age of 16 as well um you know and i decided to quit without a plan i did have a two-year-old at that moment my son was two and i just did that with just like wait a minute like i know like i can get a job tomorrow if if things goes left it did take me a while to get my first deal. It took me actually a whole year. Um, wow. Thankfully, um, like a few months before I had moved back to living with, at my grandma's house. Um, so the expenses wasn't that high. And I did used to take gigs here and there. I, I went to Atlanta for about a month to go work. Um, since I still have a lot of skills and experience in the medical field, I knew that I could get a gig anywhere. So I went ahead and went to Atlanta for a month, came back with $10,000, um, invest all of it back into real estate and kept going. And that kept fueling me, you know, and at the end of the day, I, you know, I met up with, I partnered up with, um, one of our good friends that was also doing the same thing. So what we did, we just, you know, we partnered up and figure out how we can help each other grow. And this is exactly what we did. And, you know, from there on was, was history. I was in real real estate for how long? So I, um, I did real estate for almost six years. Oh, wow. Before transitioning to, and we'll get into it a little bit to what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What made you transition from real estate to what you do now, which is the business coaching? What, like, what sparked that transition? Was it the Mm. pandemic? Like, what was it? The pandemic plays a big part, but um, the second thing that also plays a big part is my um, self-development self-development like within like I knew like I I'm destined to do so much more and and I also respect that I was working hand in hand with um the my friend that built a company as well a real estate and and the transition of all that um we were both building a real estate business I Mm -hmm. failed in in my business I failed because I I say that proudly now because I have the opportunity to look back and say, wow, like, I know why it didn't go through. Like, I I understand what happened. I understand, you know, at the end of the day, I ran out of money. I didn't know how to manage my money. I Mm -hmm. I don't come from a background of 
you know, that knows how to manage money. My both of my parents has yeah. the mentality of like, you know, there's I no- think our parents, like that generation, yeah. they don't I feel like very little of them know actually how to manage money. Right. Like I feel like we our generation, a lot of us are gonna be taking care of our parents at some point in our yeah. lives because they didn't know how to manage money. For sure. So, you know, you're man, I didn't know how to manage money <laughs> until up until one point. So oddly for me to say that because I'm in finance, but like then we all go through that and we hit a, a point in our lives where we're like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And we end up like checking ourselves and yeah. getting better with it. But I, I understand that completely. Yeah. And that's why when I say that I failed, I don't fail. I didn't fail at like life. I failed in a transition that I needed to fail because mm-hmm. I understood that my money management was horrible. And it was mainly because of my own beliefs of how I used to see money because I, my belief was just, there was never enough for me. No matter yeah. how much money I made in real estate, mm-hmm. in my in my mind and in my beliefs, it was never enough. So having that belief had kept me there for so long. You know what I mean? And when I transitioned, right, from, you know, real estate to coaching, it wasn't something that I knew. I never saw myself as a, as a coach. I never, and, and still, like, I questioned God, like, not now, but, like, at the beginning, I'm like, why a coach? Like, I don't, like, I'm an introvert. Like, what am I doing? Like, you know what I mean? So I was questioning always. But something that sparked in me, I understood business because, um, I, we invested a lot of money into um, learning, into self-development, into business mastery, into coaching, into mentorship and all that stuff. So the same knowledge that my friend was applying, I was applying in my life. So I, I knew that in her business, I was going to make a cap because of the opportunity that role only applies to. So... You know, I had to come out of my comfort zone, which I was working already with her for about almost five years, you know, and that was a big, huge step for me because I'm, I'm really, really big on loyalty. So I saw the week, like I saw that company grow. So I'm like, oh no, like it's just like a baby. It's like, no, I, I need to be part of this company because I believe in the company and, and I started this company where, and, and I, I want to be a part of it because all this thing, but you know, I always was, I was also working in my personal life and I had a life coach at the moment and she, she was, you know, she's like, you're never going to make more than what you think you're worth. So I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, you don't think that you're worth $5,000. If you don't think you're worth $10,000, you will never make anything extra. So being in a certain situations can stop you from actually growing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the beliefs about loyalty can also keep you in a, in a situation longer than, than it's needed. Right. Yes. That yes. Was, yes. Oh my that, God. That loyalty is, we it's confuse, a double-edged, we confuse, it's a double-edged we confuse the emotion. Yeah. We confuse it's the emotion on how it is. Um, you know, loyalty 
I'm still loyal to my friend if you think about it, right? Now I'm helping her in a company. I'm helping, we're helping each other grow in our company. She helps me, I'll help her. And it's like, wow, like a year ago, like this is crazy. Because I was afraid to even leave the company because I'm like, I don't want her to think like I'm not loyal. Like, like I don't believe in her vision and all this yeah. stuff. But at the end of the day, like I had to leave in order for me to, self-discover myself and that's where I want to chime in on the loyalty situation because loyalty is such a double-edged sword I don't know if you believe in zodiac signs or anything like that (laughs) I'm an Aquarius and Aquarius are probably one of the most loyal signs you will find and it ends up being our downfall sometimes yeah what I want to add to what you said and why it probably worked with your friend is because there was also mutual respect. Right. Right. There was no jealousy, no envy between you and your friend. Because if you and your friend, not, you know, I don't want to say, let's say friend, if she was your frenemy and she was jealous of you. Right. This whole like, I support you, you're supporting me, and we're growing together in our own business. That wouldn't have never worked. Right. So that's something people have to keep in mind that, yes, loyalty is great, but there's a double-edged sword to it because if you're loyal to the wrong person and there's no mutual respect, it won't work. Yeah. So you can work out because you and your friend also have a lot of respect for one another. Yeah. And me and her also do the self-development work. You know what I mean? That and and I think that's where a lot of issue lies when it comes to the word or belief of loyalty, right? Cause, because because mm-hmm. we were able to we invest a lot in ourselves. So the more that we invest in ourselves, we're seeing the light we're seeing life from a different perspective. So it's not like one is growing and the other one isn't. Um that's a relationship that we both prioritize and we both pour into because that's relationships are like investments if you're not investing into the relationship that you want to work then it would never work you know and i think that's what that's the beauty of our relationship um when it comes to that we were both doing the self-development work at at that moment we were both seeing the same life coach too so it's like holy crap like i know she my coach is is gonna confidently not say what I what we have we go through in our in our situations, but it's also like we understanding each other, like uh, we understanding ourselves in the, in the midst of like growing and in whatever seasons that we are in, and in that season that was the season that I had to go and spread my wings elsewhere because you know that's how it is and that's how life is you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't go, I didn't even dive into coaching then. I just took, Oh, you didn't? No, I, I went and took another opportunity in real estate um, as an operational manager in a construction company. Okay. And um, I didn't last that long there. I did a few months. And the reason for that is just like, um, you know, core values weren't the same. The company's core values and my core values and the structure that I that we had created in previously in real estate is mm-hmm. structure. It was very like we were we are self-employed. We were entrepreneurship, but we had a business. We were running it like a nine to five, nine to six every single day, working on Saturday, grinding it out. We weren't like half-assing it. You know what I mean? We were we were like really treating business as business. 
And mm-hmm. not a lot of people, when I left that company, I understood that not a lot of entrepreneurs are going to follow the same structure. They're not going to do that. And to me, I didn't want to fall into something that I feel like I personally developed as, yeah. you know, as an entrepreneur, as, as self-employed. I understood, like, if you don't have a routine in business, things could fall yeah. apart. So we were in a line on that end. And I'm like, you know, um, a lot of people were always coming to me for advice when it comes to business and whatever the case is, especially since we were, I'm always investing in myself some way, somehow. That, yeah. You know, my friend, I went back to my friend and I'm like, what am I going to do now? She's like, I think you'd be great for a, like a coach. And I'm like, you know, that sounds like a good idea. I did get inspired when we did um, have that coach in our, in our business, in the, in the real yeah. business. I think I'm going to give it another leap of faith and, that was an easy to transition to because it's just like, how do I make money, right? Yeah. I had to um, break those barriers of myself of like, what did I think about money or like, how can I make money or whatever the case is. Everything, the, the bottom line was always the finance, the finance, because as a single mom, I also live and I have to provide for my son. So it's like, holy um, crap, I'm not only thinking about um, myself, I have to think for another human being. How do mm-hmm. I how do I make money and 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 understand like, you know, do I go back to a nine to five? Do I like figure it out? And it's been a year later that I decided to become a coach, and here I am, still flourishing and still growing and still learning, and still have the opportunity to help others. So what exactly, and I'm, I'm asking more so for the audience because mm-hmm. I obviously know what you do. Um, like what are your exact services, like your pillars and who would benefit from them? That's a great question. So I work with entrepreneurs, leaders, um, anyone that wants to take their company to the next level. And what I mean by that is somebody that, um, wants to work in their in their organization in order for them to scale to the next level whatever that phase looks i understand the importance of beliefs and that's the only thing that ultimately stops us so i coach them through that to understand how to really sustain and build a foundation because business is just like building a house if you don't have the right foundation it mm-hmm. would never, it would never balance out or it never be scaled because at the end of the day, something in the bottom is missing. So I help in that, in that aspect on how to build that structure foundation in order for you to build up and scale and make millions of dollars and money in, in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think you do, but you don't offer like group coaching, right? No, um, I do one-on-one coaching because I feel like it's more effective. I am doing workshops now. My first yeah. workshop, I used to do webinars. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't really a fan of webinars uh, because I'm only speaking into one topic and the audience is listening to me. I like to interact, and workshops gives me that ability to um, interact and help others on live. And it's just like they'll get more understanding on that, on that in, in my opinion. And you're having one because we talked about this in two yeah. weeks, right? Yeah, December 16th. What's the focus of that one if anybody's like interested in jumping yeah. on there? So it's how to strategically how to strategically plan for the next year. So okay. how to create like your core values, how to how to really 
run a structure run structure in your organization in order for you to take action next year so now do you do you work with um any like your niche like is it specific industries or just all industries yeah so I would say I've worked with many different industries. I would say like my expertise would be real estate. However, um, a lot of people have told me like if I do niche it down to just the industry, um, I'm doing a disservice to a lot of people because there's others that are in, not in real estate that I have helped as well. And even in a juicing company, painting, <laughs> doesn't really matter. Um, what I niche it down to is entrepreneurs that make the, their own decisions in their own company and is what and is yeah. able to wanting to grow you know yeah that's what i i've struggled with and and you know the bookkeeping aspect not so much the taxes but more so the bookkeeping aspect because everybody's like niche down niche down and i'm like yeah but then like i i limit myself yeah i could be a professional and an expert in one specific niche but like what if I connect with somebody and genuinely can help somebody that's not in that niche, you know? So, so I completely get it now. Um, what's something that in your journey, not only in your personal and your business journey that like a model or a phrase or something that you're constantly telling yourself on a daily basis or on a weekly basis? Um, so I journal a lot, so it's probably a, a lot of affirmations I do. I do, I believe in positive thinking, positive actions, positive thoughts, um, and energy. So I just affirm every single day, like, you know, and I live in gratitude, um, not trying to have faith over fear. I think that's like the biggest one. I can go on a rant with this because this is one of my topics that I really like hone into, but faith over fear. And I feel like that was because um, this year was really one of my um, spirituality breakthroughs. I had to like really break out of that cocoon in order for me to flourish. And I feel like this year really taught taught me and myself how to really love myself and not live in the judgmental, you know, negative thoughts. And yeah. that is one of the hardest transitions because us as human, um, we're programmed, yeah. We're programmed with the negative first instead of positive first. So it was a really, really, um, thing to do. It was a lot of breakthroughs this year, a lot of like pain breakthroughs that I had to spiritually and personally go through in order for me to overcome a lot of things that I did this year. Yeah, I like that because I, I, I feel like I've been incorporating that more and more, like. You know, Thanksgiving just passed. When people hear this, it's probably going to be a few weeks after. But Thanksgiving passed, and it was very emotional for me because this is the first year that I'm, like, fully present, you know, and can sit in my emotions and in my feelings and been able to actually acknowledge that I'm not by my immediate family. So I cried, and then I had to remind myself that I have a roof over my head. I have food on the table. I'm able to pay my bills. And while I'm not going to see my immediate family, I am going to be with some family like later on in the day. And just with little things like that, I'm just like, oh, and I'm like, no, don't do that. Because you woke up today. You're starting to feel more like yourself, like emotionally, physically, health wise, like 
I've been like slowly tipping, yeah. tipping into that a lot. And I, I, I really like that a lot. So if people want to find you or work with you, what's the best way that they can uh, reach out to you? Yeah. So I would say I'm really more active on Instagram than any other platform. Like my, my virtual assistant, she runs all of the other platforms. However, I'm not physically the one under that. So I would suggest like, you know, through Instagram, Elevate with Ceci. So it's just mm-hmm. C-E-C-I. Um, and yeah, there on my bio, you have, you know, you can schedule a consultation call and then take it from there. Yeah. Are your consultations free? My consultations are free and they all come on a one. So I would sit with you for 30 minutes and then take it from there. Okay. That's great. Well, I'm so happy that you jumped on here and I hope that there is any other single mom that's listening because I know I have a lot of single mom followers that have been wanting to take a leap of faith. You know, here's a testament that you can do it. Yeah. You can do it and be successful at it. Amen. Yes, you can do it. Um, I just want to leave you with this. Um, don't label yourself when it comes to being a single mom. There's a there's a beauty in, in everything. And our kids um, are the ones watching and all, they're the ones that you, you want them to have a better future or have a, an amazing future. But the only way that they will get that out of you is you living it. So they have to see you go through your trials and that was for them to also understand that that's just life. If we if we don't port, or if we portray anything different for our kids, they're just going to always going to be some type of resentment or whatever the case is. How can we want them to follow their own dreams when we are not doing it? You know, at the end of the day, if you believe in God, you got, he got you. Like, that's yeah. all I can do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But I loved having you today. I hope we can do this another time. Um, But yeah, if anybody is interested or want to follow and get some good advice, because she posts a lot of good things on her social media, go ahead again with your social media page where they can find you. Elevate with Ceci. All right, guys. Hopefully, I catch you at the next one. Thank you. Bye.